Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 484, My Healthiest Travel Routine Yet, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Happy Thursday, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you from popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. And with that, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. My Healthiest Travel Routine Yet, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. On our trip to Europe the last couple of weeks, Eva and I tried a new experiment. We ate nothing like we normally do when we travel. We ended up feeling healthier than ever, and I lost five pounds on the trip. This is highly unusual for us because usually we eat pretty much whatever we feel like when we travel and end up heavier and feeling fatter at the end of the trip. So what did we do differently? We ate no breads, sweets, potatoes, or white rice in addition to not drinking beer or cocktails, only red wine. This was in addition, of course, to not eating meat, seafood, poultry, dairy, or eggs. If you didn't know, we're vegan. And the results? In short, it was less convenient, but healthier. This was an experiment to see what it would be like. And in truth, I wouldn't recommend it for everyone. If you don't like changing the way you do things and want to eat anything you want, don't do this. If you're tired of traveling and feeling crappy afterward because you ate you might consider this. The plan. Eva and I were both actually participating in eating challenges before the trip for fun. But part of our idea for the challenges was to eat the same way on the Europe trip, with a few exceptions. Here's what we could and could not eat during the challenge. What we could not eat. Sweets, or sugar in general. White flour and breads in general. Potatoes white rice, beer, or any alcohol except wine. Meat, poultry, seafood, dairy, and eggs, of course, were off-limits. And lastly, fake meats. Now, I'm not against vegan meat substitutes in general, depending on the ingredients. Here's what we could eat. Unsweetened coffee, some whole grains not ground into flour, like oats, barley, quinoa, brown rice, etc. Beans, nuts, seeds, veggies, fruits, 
and olive and canola oils. However, we could have four exceptions during our two-week trip. That means if we had a meal with white rice and bread in it, that would be an exception. If we were walking down the street and decided to eat some dark chocolate that had sugar, that would be an exception. We were traveling to London, which we knew would be a good place for vegans, along with Frankfurt, Athens, Santorini, Rome, Venice, and Vienna, some of which are not vegan-friendly places. So we knew we'd need those exceptions just not to starve on some days. For exercise, we knew we'd be walking for hours each day, and we'd also be tired from taking 10 separate flights to seven different cities, London and Athens twice, so we kept our workouts minimal. The plan was to do short, intense workouts for two days straight, then take one rest day, and then repeat the entire trip. So why do this? Why make travel more difficult than it already is? Why not just enjoy the pleasures of eating the local food? Those are good questions, because my usual travel philosophy is that eating the local food is one of the best reasons for traveling, and there's no need to make life harder than it already is, right? But I often feel horribly after travel, because I haven't been sticking to healthy eating. I like eating indulgences, but they don't feel balanced. And so this experiment is a way to see if it's possible to travel without all the indulgences and still enjoy the trip. It's about mindfully finding a balance. We haven't pinpointed the balance yet, but I can say for sure that there are a million other things you can enjoy in a foreign city without eating all the food they have to offer. Walking around, people watching, watching a sunset, enjoying smells, noticing details, learning the language and history and culture, meeting new people, soaking in the different atmosphere. You don't need to eat like a crazy person to do these things. And eating simple, healthy food is a pleasure in and of itself, perhaps even better than eating junk. The results. I have to admit that this was one of the more difficult challenges, simply because some days there aren't too many options for us. Some cities aren't great for vegans, and the very few things they do have for vegans tend to violate our challenge rules, like breads and sweets, for example. Being a vegan is already a limiting choice, but we were making it even more limited. It's actually easy to do our challenge in San Francisco or New York or Portland. Not so easy in Santorini. But each city was different. London was easy. Frankfurt actually has some decent options, but we arrived too late at night and the ones we went to were closed. We ended up using our first exception on a desperate meal of French fries, fried potato chunks, and German beer. Not the greatest, but I like the beer. Athens isn't horrible. You can get beans and a Greek salad minus the feta and roasted vegetables at most Greek restaurants, but that gets tiring after a few meals. By the way, the fava bean dip they serve usually has butter. Luckily, we found other options. Santorini is great if you eat seafood, but not great for vegans doing a challenge like ours. We ate lots of Greek salads and drank red wine. We had some vegan bars we packed that only had fruit and nuts, no agave or brown rice syrup, so we supplemented with these. Rome had some good options, but Venice was harder. There are almost no vegetarian restaurants in Venice, so we ate Indian food one day, only dal, no naan or rice or roti, and a kosher restaurant another day. We also ate at a Middle Eastern restaurant and took another cheat meal with cheeseless pizza and pasta. Not good, I know. Vienna was a dream. Surprisingly, lots of great vegan options. So yes, it was more difficult in some places, but others were awesome. And we didn't feel unhealthy once on this trip. For workouts, we often did push-ups, squats, and lunges in our hotel room, but also did weight workouts when a gym was available. Or sometimes we did all-day push-ups, where we did sets of 10 to 20 push-ups frequently throughout the day. Overall, I've never been healthier on a trip and never felt better. 
It was more inconvenient, but I'm glad I did it. You just listened to the post titled My Healthiest Travel Routine Yet by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, I'm a horrible traveler. I'm kind of a homebody. If I had the choice between traveling somewhere or staying at home watching the ball game, believe it or not, I'd rather stay at home and watch a ball game. Maybe it's because my schedule's so hectic right now, but either way, that's where my mind would go. Oftentimes, I'll come back with a sore throat or running a fever or the sniffles, something like that. And it may be because I end up not eating as well when I travel when compared to when I'm at home. And so maybe I need to make more of a conscious effort to do some of the things that Leo mentioned. I'm usually pretty good about finding nutritious foods when I'm traveling, but I think I could do even a little bit better. So I know for me, I'm gonna try out some of Leo's tips and let's see if it helps. All right, that'll do it for episode, wow, 484. That's all thanks to you. I can't believe that I've recorded 484 episodes. And again, I have you to thank. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. Thank you for being a subscriber. I'll be back here tomorrow for our Friday show and where your optimal life awaits.